There's no 
necessarily ruggedly handsome but he looks like a retired Ken doll yes is there anything is there such a thing as too pretty for a dude no no I I think I'm the perfect example of that thank you very much for uh, those wonderful compliments good morning ass family and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show by the way Valentine's edition Whatever the fuck that means. I mean, uh, wait, look, I, I have stories dedicated to Valentine's Day. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I, I, this is just one of those months. I got to tell you, this is one of those months that I'm not a big fan of because we're entering like a six-week period now that is the worst time in my life. If I get through this six-week period, I'll be okay. I mean, first of all, February sucks just for the simple fact that Groundhog's Day is in there and Valentine's Day. Then we had this announcement from the White House yesterday. I'm delighted to announce that within all U.S. territories, the formerly known Black History Month will be changed to the more suitable name of Real Nigga February. The month will be filled with education of crucial black leaders whom helped build this nation, such as Ice Spice or 6ix9ine. There you go. So th- th- that, that was the official announcement. I don't know. Who came up with the name, but it, it, I don't think it's going to be quite that popular. 
Uh, let's say some good money. And, and I got to get something off my chest here this morning, too. And we're going to do it here in a minute. They took down my damn cutting board joke on TikTok. I had 145,000 views on that thing. And they said, oh, that, that goes against community standards. So I said, okay, I took it down. And then I put it right back up. Fuckers. Uh, let me let me open this thread that I have uh, from last night. Um, uh, but before I get to this thread and, and explaining those six weeks, the reason why I wake up in the morning is to say good morning to you fine folks. First one here today, look at that on, and by the way, by the way, fantastic, brought me donuts on Valentine's Day, the one, the only. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is all up in the house. Holy dog shit, Texas only steers and queers come from Texas, and you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Well, it, it kind of does. I, I, anything else? I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. Okay, all right. Well, I hope that you have a spectacular day. I know that we have a fun day planned. She then says, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Straight Fire says, happy by your girl something or she'll never forgive you day. Yeah, that's pretty much what today is. Andrew says, happy Pink Taco Valentine's Tuesday, people. Oh, yes, the Pink Tacos are going to be out in force today. Fred's all up in the house. He says, morning, y'all. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. It's such a Monday on this Tuesday. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Colin says, happy V-Day, peeps. Chazman says, morning, ass family. Instead of the V, let's get some ass today. You're damn right you are. Swoosh says, happy single awareness day. Derek in the house. What is up, Derek? How are you, my friend? Uh, he says, morning, ass family. On this fine Tuesday, it's time for Wimpy to pay up. Yep. Ahoy, Sanchez family. Hashtag your favorite holiday. Hangtown Mike says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Darren says, good morning, ass family. Uh, the DJ is on point with the music today. Yes, I had Valentine's music. I have more of it coming up. Uh, all you got to do is wait, and you will hear it. Um, uh... Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Tomo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, Maid says, good morning, ass and AIG in honor of Valentine's Day. Japanese word of the day is okane no muda. Translation is waste of money. Amen to that. Swoosh says LMAO, uh, air supply. Yeah, you got to play air supply. Uh, good morning, ass family. Almost to Connecticut. Woo-hoo. Yeah, give it up for Connecticut. Be safe, Courtney. Ready, kids, says, please pray for me, y'all. Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll right back at you, Jen. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your poop word of the day. It's time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go let the bull loose from the pen. There you go. Uh, Douglas says, happy Taco Tuesday, my people. Fuck TikTok. Uh -huh. I looked at my wife before I left this morning. I said, oh, happy Valentine's Day. She just rolled her eyes. She knows I love her every day. Yeah. Holy shit. Look at them donuts. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at them donuts. Stackar says happy Hallmark Day. All right. Before we get into the gist of the show, I got to walk you through something that happened last night. <sighs> like I said, and, and I'm totally serious about this. And th th This is a hard six weeks for me. It was in this time that I left a certain show I was on, 
And then a couple years later, almost to the exact day, my radio career was taken away from me. And then three weeks after that, four weeks after that, my dad died. So from like February 10th all the way until about March 20th, I'm waiting for the worst to happen. It's just the bad run of luck that I have in those months. Um, I get this text last night. I'm minding my own business watching wrestling. Good morning, Zach. Um, and I get this text message from somebody who lives in Reno, somebody who I haven't talked to since the day that uh, he was in the room when I was let go from radio in general. We'll call him Big Dick Face and his boss, Midget Dick Face. So Big Dick Face last night, just out of the blue, texted me. Hey, man, I hope you're well. I swear I saw you driving in town the other day. Are you back? Am I back? Am I in Reno? Ogre says, Buenos dias, familia. May the ladies get their pre-rotting flowers and penis cakes in abundance today. And I just simply wrote back, nope. Because I'm, I'm busy watching wrestling, I, and I don't want to get roped into this. He says, I hope you're well. I texted back, thanks. I'm trying to give off the, the, the feel that I don't want to talk to him because I don't want to talk to him. But you see, with these, um, I don't really have a great put down for these people. For these scum suckers, for these bottom feeders, you're going to talk to them on their time. You see, they don't give a fuck about your time. So I give two one-word answers back, which usually means in text world, don't fucking text me anymore. And then I get the text. Hey, man, I've never been at peace with the way we fell out. I truly hope all is well and that you are doing great. Are you still doing the show? Where are you now? Well, for somebody who cares about how I'm doing and if I'm doing great, you might know, you might tune in to ArnieRadio.com and say, oh, he's still there. So then I text back. Oh, wait, hold on, let's see. Uh, I was at CVS yesterday, and the card aisle was packed. I walked and said, uh, get her a maid and cook and throw in a pedicure massage for good reason or good measure. One guy says, that sounds expensive. I look at him as he was wearing a construction company shirt, and I say, you have an $80,000 truck in the parking lot. You can afford it, dude. Another guy says, she got you, dude. I just giggled as he did the entire aisle. Uh, Mike is taking notes on proper text etiquette. Mike's fine. This is not that, no. Um, so I, I said, I live in Texas, still doing my show. Sorry you feel that way. I'm not going to go into it. Still very angry. He says, okay, man, fair. I wish you well. And then I said, you know what? Sorry. Because he, he got me back. He got me into it. Uh, I said, it's just still upsetting that no one can or will be honest. I'm sure you can't be put, uh, you can't be but put yourself in my shoes. And then he, he, he texts me back with, 
I would honestly answer any question you had. I am no longer at the station, which I already knew he wasn't at the station. He works for the fucking baseball team now. And then I decide to text him back a long one. Oh, I, look, look, you're out. This, this is the funniest part about it all is that they still treat me like I'm an asshole. Because I said, look, uh, I'm sure you may, but I've talked to enough people in the industry to know my reason for being, quote, laid off was total bullshit. Maybe, and this is where I let him off. I said, maybe above your pay grade, not only was my entire career taken from me, but I was treated like some sort of dumb fuck who would believe what I was told. And once again, maybe above your pay grade, giving him a second out, when I told a certain somebody at a barbecue a few months later, he laughed at the reason why I was fired. So I'm still hurt that was tre- uh, that I was treated so poorly by people who were, quote, friends. And this is where the big fucking pussy, Mike, not, not Hangtown Mike, this Mike. Maybe it was above my prey grade then. The reasons you and I discussed was what I knew. Sorry he reacted that way. I can't excuse that. I'm not mad at the person that laughed because he knew the truth. Uh, sorry for dredging this up. I said, well, since you ain't going to tell me the truth, uh, you can pretty much take your text messages and shove them up your ass because you're not going to tell me the truth. Uh, was this? No, this was not Chris Payne. No, no, this was, uh, this was the guy who hired me away from Sacramento to, quote-unquote, build something in Reno. Now, look, usually I let this shit go, but once again, Um, it's a, we're, we're in that weird time period for me. I mean, what what is today? February fourteenth. In two days, it will be fifteen. It'll be seven years, eight years. It'll be eight years to the day in two days that I left another show. And then two days after that is when I was fired from Reno two years later. And then a few weeks later, my dad died. I'm not upset at this. I find it, I, I, I found it kind of amusing last night. I was pissed off when I was writing and texting. But I find it amusing that you still are not going to tell me the truth. I know why I was fired, because I was a threat. I was good. That's why I was fired. I was fired because somebody said, either you fire him or we go. I think we can all guess who that was. That's why I was fired. I was not fired because they had to pay licensing fees on music they were playing. Because if that's the case, they are the only radio cluster in America By the way, in America, in the year 2017, to pay this licensing fee. You see, I started paying licensing fees a few months after that. So I learned all about licensing fees. Especially when you work for a publicly traded company, a corporation that pays all those. Oh, 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 and here's the other thing. Here's the other great part of that story. They said, due to the fact that we can't pay, and this is just a a small 
tidbit of what I'm going to say on stage this summer. They said they couldn't afford me because they had to pay these fees right away. I was six months into my contract when I was fired. If they couldn't afford me, why did they pay me my entire contract? Why didn't I just get some sort of severance? No, I got the entire amount that was due to me, yet they couldn't afford to keep me for six months, make those payments out over six months, and pay their licensing fees and then fire me when my contract was up. That way they didn't owe me anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all a bunch of hoopty doopty shit. So I, I, I wanted to do that. I wanted to start with that, get that off my chest because now I'm in a better mood. I do have a video that I do want to play you. There's a couple videos. Well, mainly this one right here. And then we're going to talk about what's happening in America. And he said, Dad, guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits. And 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. Wow. Wow. There you go. Those are the people that we elect. They beat their wives. They assault people. They steal. They do all this kind of stuff. But they're the ones that get to make the laws. Unfucking believable. And speaking of these people and these laws, um, can I ask a question? What in the blue fuck is going on in Ohio right now? Oh, you you don't know either. Okay, good, good. Because this is this is our um, um and and honestly, I I just went to the front of Fox News. And there's nothing on this, on the front page. Okay, hold on one more second here. Let me go to CNN, uh, which I don't keep that highly on there. Um, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Boy, that's very, very interesting there. Um, nothing on the front page of CNN either. An Ohio town has been turned into almost Chernobyl. With 50 rail cars turning over, 10 of which carrying hazardous materials, derailed in a fiery crash in East Palestine. That's not, I want to live in Palestine, Ohio. The Palestinians are running wild there. This, This train derailed Friday night and has been burning ever since then releasing very toxic chemicals into the air 
And also, in the air, when it gets blown up, it comes down, and it has fallen into a major water supply that supplies West Virginia. Five million people's water is being affected by this, yet no one is talking about it. Where is where is the mighty Greta Thunberg right now? I mean, blah blah blah. I mean, that's all you do, little bitch. How dare you? Oh, you are a little bitch. I mean, what the fuck? I just stood up, saluted to the east, and said, "God bless America." Of course, it's not the NFL. Their numbers are much higher. Ohio is wilding right now. Steph says. I'm glad you mentioned Ohio, Arnie. I just found uh, put up last night. I guess we know what we're supposed to be paying attention to. This is amazing to see these black clouds just go into the sky like nothing's happening. And they're calling it a modern-day Chernobyl. People don't live in Chernobyl still. Uh, crap, Ogre, I forgot about you. We love you. I just have a hard bad luck with Mike's and romance department. Yeah, it's Trump's fault. Oh, yeah. He launched the train during his administration. What, was it the alphabet me and mafia trying to take out Chappelle? No, they, they keep up with that. But they, uh, there's a, I've got a great thing about the alphabet mafia coming up. Come to Ohio where serial killers thrive and the water is poison, pretty much. Doesn't fit the narrative. Got to scream about guns. These people are being told they can go back to their ca- their houses. I mean, I'm looking at it. It honestly looks like a fucking mushroom cloud. Look, look, look here. I'll, I'll share the story with you. And I know I didn't talk about it on Monday. I didn't talk about this because nobody's talking about it. You can just see the whole area of people running around in hazmat suits. This is bad. But but we're more worried. We're more worried about let, let let's see what are we worried about? Let, let let's see what's on the front page. Um campus horror Michigan State shooter uh found dead after callers tipped to police. So there was a shooting at Michigan State. Uh, I wonder if Mayor Pete went on more leave because of the train catastrophe. Where is Mayor Pete? Why is Mayor Pete not standing in front of those people in Ohio saying, we're going to clean this up because he is the Secretary Secretary of Transportation, after all? To be fair, to be fair, when I was at the gym last night, it was the top story on both Fox and CNN during the pre-5 o'clock news, okay? Evaluate chemical spills. This train thing is to cover for an alien landing. Haven't you seen any of the close encounters of the third kind when they had a train accident to evaluate everyone? Maybe it was retaliation by the aliens for shooting down their planes. I'm so disappointed in Mayor Pete. He would have been a better in a position that he actually knew something about. Yeah. Yeah, like 69. <laughs> you open the door for me on that one. You're out. Um, and a bunch of unidentified objects over North American aliens, people. Well, look here. See, we're told to look at the UFOs that we're shooting down. 
and all they are is un- unidentified flying objects. And I had a conversation with somebody who brought up a good point about what those could be. I don't necessarily want to give up what what they said. I'm not going to give up the person what they said. But uh, a friend of mine said um, he thinks they might be like drones and things that we left in Afghanistan that the Russians maybe have purchased from or the, the Chinese or the Russians, whichever one of the bad guys you want to believe, has purchased them from the Afghanis. Probably for a couple donkeys and some sheep they can fuck. And now they're using them against us. I know, I know, that would be crazy. Another country using our own weapons against us. I mean, nobody's ever said that before. But what are we supposed to be paying attention to? I ask this question yet again. We don't pay attention to a giant train derailment that that puts thousands of people out of their home and jeopardizes millions of people's drinking water. We 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 kind of told about what the identified flying objects are, and and I will say this right now. I I I, I promise you this. I guarantee. We know exactly everything that we shot down. We have a clue of exactly what everything we shot down is by now. We're not being told. What's uh what what what's going on with the uh the the bombing of that pipeline in Russia? You know that last week it was it was determined that Navy bomb experts blew up that major pipeline in Russia that's in in, in the water, and that was all on the behest of Joe Biden without an act of Congress going to war. Remember we heard that story, but we aren't being told anything more about that. Don't pay attention to that. How about Hunter Biden? How come we haven't heard more about Hunter Biden? Hmm? This laptop story. Hmm. Very, very interesting. We have on the front page of uh, Fox right now, Campus Horror, Beijing's Bluster, the balloon story. California's grid faces collapse as leaders push renewable energy. Well, there's a shocker. Uh, There was a bad exchange between a Chiefs player and Roger Goodell at the Super Bowl and a cheerleader ejected from a college game after an altercation with a player. That's what we're supposed to be paying attention about. Hmm. That's just Fox. Well, let, let, let's see what the, the mighty CNN has just real quick. Um, let's see. Uh, surviving a shooter. Never forget the screams of my classmates. This is Michigan State. Uh, Super Bowl MVP reacted Jalen Hurts' performance. Nikki Haley announces White House bid, which she won't win. U.S. and Canada might not be able to recover the debris of three objects recently shot down, officials warn. So they aren't going to tell us. And Nikki Haley. 
California is a warning for the nation. Well, look, look here. I, I've warned the nation over this enough times to, to be sick and tired of talking about it. I'm in favor of all things you want to try to get the energy crisis or energy locked down and be cleaner. I'm all for it. But the problem is, is that you can't take away the shit that works. Not until you get another form of fuel, something to make plastics with, oil, something to heat homes with, until you get another product that's as cheap as that one, that's as easy to use as that one, then don't take away that one. If you want, look, look, I have never, I have never, I I am not an environmentalist by any, any way of the definition of the word. Not at all. I uh, personally, and this is me personally, I think it's a waste of time. I think you're pissing in the wind. But you know what? It's important to you. It's important to the longevity of America and all that kind of bullshit, which I don't really care about because I probably only have another 20 years on this earth if I'm fucking cursed. Uh, Why are you taking away the shit that works? And don't kid yourself, they are. By 2035, they want to make it illegal, and they have in California and a few other states... They have made it illegal to sell cars that run on fossil fuels. It's illegal. Meaning you're telling companies what they can and can't sell now. Which I didn't think that the federal government could do that, but I digress. How about not buying sources of energy? Yep. Douglas says, how about diversifying our energy in case one fails? Well, here's the other one. How about you leave it up to us, the consumers? Because I will continue to purchase oil, gas, coal, electricity until the day I die. That's just who I am because it works. I'm not trying to hurt the environment. I'm not trying to hurt the spotted lizard that lives in the Oregon coast. I'm not trying to hurt any of those. You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to live my life. That's all. I am pursuing my happiness. You know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I am pursuing my happiness. Oil and gas does not give me happiness, but they help pursue it. By getting me from place to place, by keeping me warm, by outfitting the television in plastic. Now, if we leave it to the consumers and you got a bunch of these, you know, hippies, open toe, well, I wear open toe shoes, so I shouldn't make fun of that. Um, you got all these hippies and these, these people that want to, you know, burn flaxseed oil, let them. If they can energize their house conveniently to them on flaxseed oil and and spit, you go right ahead. Arnie, you mean let the people set the market? That is just crazy. Yeah, I know. It's stupid, isn't it? 
I don't foresee these EVs lasting as long as, let's say, my 97 Forerunner or my 68 MGB still running strong on the original engine. Well, this is the question that I have for, um, like, mechanics and and, and car people. Because I'm not a car guy. I'm stupid when it comes to cars. My dad wasn't a car guy. He never taught me anything. And I never found a, 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 a love of it. And I don't put people down that do. Look, look, there's thing. I love pro wrestling. Y'all can put me down for that. I don't care. But you car people, uh, your cars are my pro wrestling. Okay, that's where I went. Flaxseed oil and spit. Yeah, hey, if you want to run your house on that, you go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Will I make fun of you? Of course I'm going to make fun of you, just like you're going to make fun of me for killing the planet. That's what we do here in this country. But I'm not going to tell you, no, you can't. I just saw a train load of electricity coal yesterday being pulled and pushed by diesel engines. Oh, that warms my heart. I want to talk to mechanics about this. What are what what is the the life? I I don't know this. Does anybody know? I know that probably some people out there drink electric car or drink drive electric cars. What is the lifespan of the engine of a, a Tesla? Oh, look, I, I, I know, and we've had a firefighter on the show, our dear friend, the, uh, the Warbird, Woo! who says they don't even fight, you know, EV battery fires with water because there's not enough water to put it out. It takes like over 6,000 gallons to ta- put out one of those fires. How long do those batteries last? Because once those batteries are done, you can't take it out and replace it. It's like a 12,000. This isn't like a fucking diehard that you can go down to AutoZone or fucking if you still have a Sears in your town. I know how old I sounded there with a Sears. Go to the Sears Automotive Department. But, but you go to, you know, a Pep Boys or something like that, you pick up a Die Hard for $60, $75, $100. I don't know how much batteries are anymore. And you flop that into your fucking gas guzzler, and guess what? It starts up. Well, you can't do that with a fucking Tesla. In France, and, and I implore you to look this picture up, Google the picture of the French electric vehicle, and they used them for their police cars and all their their nation cars, their graveyard they have. And there's hundreds, if not thousands, of dead batteries just sitting in a field. And they're all inside the same car. Uh, At what point is a salvage-titled car? The EV car tires only last half as long as regular tires due to the weight of the batteries. So you're using twice the rubber. Way to kill the environment. Seriously, where we used to get our glasses and take our family photos while getting battery changed. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Kenmore, baby. Hey, look, we, we, we were at a point in our lives where Sears was the fanciest store we could go to. That's where we got the tough skins. I work at the Tesla factory in Nevada. Every car has four battery modules, and every module is $10,000. 
That's just for the battery. The battery mod, so $40,000 for the batteries. Yeah, that's affordable. Hey, you're going to, yeah, I, I will say this to the, the powers that be, you're going to get a lot of people off the road because there are a lot of people that cannot spend at least $40,000 on a car. And I know Teslas are, what, 75, 80 grand? What about those people that buy the fucking $5,000 cars and they know how to work on them and they can keep them running for 10 to 12 years? But they run on oil and gas, so I guess we can't fucking sell those. Uh, The solar panels that last only 25 years, so now they have to figure out how to dispose of those as well. That'll be interesting. Watch, there won't be EVs on the road that are 15 years old. That's me. Yeah, mate, look here. And like I said, like I said, if you can afford it and you don't mind turning your car over every 10 years, hey, more power to you. More power to you. But instead of crying and telling me what I can and can't use anymore, how about we clean up this fucking Ohio area first? And then you can start fucking going and putting your propaganda on me. Because they are so simple, electric motors are extremely reliable and last a long time and can be repaired. The batteries, on the other hand, you can expect 10 years-ish. Douglas says, I love me some internal combustion engine-powered cars. I love seeing an EV on a diesel-powered tow truck. Well, and I do know that they have some EV-powered fire engines and things like that, but they can't drive that fast. Why, Why are we doing this? Clean Flint's water, too. Amen to that. I don't know how that water hasn't been fixed yet. Um, gas is better than electric. That's right. I said it. Hold on a second. Now, did you say it? Did you really say it? Or I said it. Yeah, he did. I said I said it. Look, I I prefer gas. I, I I'm sorry. I, I hate me if you want to. That's fine. I, I prefer gas. When it comes to running my car, gas and oil. Hey, when it comes to eating my house, I prefer heating oil. Instead of flaxseed and spit. But that's just me. Oh, all right. Let's see what else. You know what? Let, let's do this story. See, this is where I am. And I'm not trying, and I promise you, I'm not trying to come after the environmental people. I'm not trying to do anything. But I saw this story. I've had this story for a few days now. And, and it just makes me scratch my head. That last week, a new layer of Earth was discovered 100 miles below the surface. It's a region of molten rock that covers at least 44% of our planet. Now, 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 I just have to ask a question. Now, let me read what Whitewash said, and then I'll get to my question. We're notorious for having wildfires here in Northern California. As we heard on your show, firefighters don't have enough water to put out the fires. We don't have enough power on the grid to keep the power on in case of emergency evacuation. How long is it going to take to power up their vehicles to leave? What's the, what, what's the worst that's going to happen, right? I mean, think about it. If your car, it, it, before I get to this new layer of earth that we just discovered... 
I, I, I don't know. Did you hear my eyes roll there? Because yeah, I did. I, I rolled them pretty good. Um, I want you to think about that because there were people, and I know it affected a lot of ass family members. Derek, I know that you were affected by the, the gigantic fire in paradise. Remember all those pictures we saw of all the burnt-up cars and things like that? What happens to a family whose Tesla, or, and, and I don't mean to be coming after Tesla, it's just the easiest one to say, um, whose electric vehicle is charging, and it takes eight hours to charge, and let's say they just put it on the charge an hour ago, and they don't have really any juice in the car, and it's going to charge for eight hours, and it'll be good to go the next morning. And a fire breaks out, and you have to evacuate. How in the fuck are you going to evacuate? You can't take your car because it doesn't have a charge. It's going to get you down the block. That's it. Where are you going to go? You going to hope on your neighbor? It, look, and 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 look, I put a lot of hopes and 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 you know cares into my neighbor, and I want to trust my fellow man. And I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm not trying to be down or, or d- despicable. But when it comes to instances like that, I've learned that you can only really rely on yourself or those that are right next to you. I want to believe that your fellow man is going to be there to help out. I do. There have been a lot of incidents that it doesn't happen. So what happens? You just leave your car behind, you run out, now, now, and now your house burns down, and oh my God, there's an electric fire that's going to add fuel to that fire? Cowboys Girl says, sorry I'm late. Good morning, ass family. Right back at you. The new layer of earth, a.k.a. magma. Um, scientists they say they've discovered a hidden layer of earth which sits 100 miles below the surface and covers 40% of the planet. The unknown region of molten rock is part of the uh, astenosphere located under tectonic plates in the upper mantle, which forms a south, bo- south boundary that allows the solid rock slabs to move. Why are we just now finding this? Look, look, once again, once again. This has been under us for millions of years, correct? And we just now found it. But we know exactly what's going to happen 30 years from now on the on the planet. Okay. Can't wait to see what they find in another 30 years that's right below us that's been there forever. I, I, like I said, I, I don't mean to shit on the environment, I'm, and I'm trying not to. But it's when I see stories like this, when they recently discover things, I'm like, wait a second, what have y'all been doing? If this has been here for millions of years, why didn't y'all know about this? How long before copper thieves figure out how to cut an active cord? Oh, I'm sure they already know how. I'm sure that already happens. So we get this story, and the same day this story came out, another story came out, and I just laughed at it. And this is the story about, should we be preparing for the evacuation of Miami? 
And no, it's not because there's another hurricane coming. It's because they say the water levels on Earth are going to rise 10 feet. Now, I will tell you this. If water levels rise 10 feet on the Earth, this is what you can expect. Um, There will be no Florida. I mean, very, very small Florida. Uh, The south of Texas will go away. The entire Gulf region, gone. California, uh, goodbye. Goodbye to a lot of those fucking surfside communities. Ten feet's a lot. Australia, probably underwater. All these places are underwater. But the one place they focus on is Miami, because I guess that's where the, the main swelling will be. By the way, I don't think that we need to warn the people of Miami about preparing to evacuate. I think if there's any group of people in the world that know how to leave town, it's the fine folks from South Florida. You see, they do it yearly. It's called hurricane preparedness. This story is great. Should we start preparing for the evacuation of my? Why? You can tell them the fucking levels are going to rise 10 feet tomorrow, and they're still going to stay put until those water levels rise. Douglas says, fucking lies. Those assholes are buying beach property and saying it's all going to be underwater. Bullshit. Part of the sun falls off, or was that just solar flares? So much going on right now. Look, there's all kinds of shit we can talk about. Douglas says, I love this crazy talk of water levels will rise. Why do banks invest so much money in Miami and Tampa? I had Dan Pena, I played his quote on the show the other day about banks investing 50-year mortgages into condominiums and condominium sales all over Miami. And banks wouldn't invest if if this was that because um, if it goes underwater, they ain't going to get no money from it. Do I think there's truth? Yes, I think there's truth to all this kind of stuff. But here's the problem. Here's the problem is that we have now hired all these people that are so-called, quote-unquote, experts when it comes down to things. How can you be an expert when you have no clue how to stop things from happening? How can you be an expert? And when I say stop things from happening, I'm talking about earthquakes. How come we can't predict an earthquake? Think about the thousands of lives that would have been saved in Turkey if we would have had some sort of system that said there's an earthquake. Oh, but we can't predict those. Same with volcanoes. Can't predict those. Two of the worst things to happen to our planet. You you can ask scientists about that one. There are Pacific Islands that are already disappearing because of the water levels rising, and I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that the water levels are rising. I do not. But my problem is, is that we are man. The volcano thing has been disproven. What, that it's one of the worst things to happen to the environment with all the soot and shit it sits up in the air? 
I'll I'll look at the disproven, disproven part of that. Um, it's not good for the environment by any means, having all that ash and soot up there. But okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it, but we can't predict it. Can't predict earthquakes. But we have experts that saying this is going to happen. I believe it was a 1977 edition of Time Magazine. And we can all agree that Time Magazine has some pretty good writers there. Some pretty smart people. And in 1977, do you know what they predicted? Because they had, quote-unquote, experts working with them and talking to them about the environment. Because the environment's always been a thing. 1977, they predicted the next ice age. Earth has never been this cold before. They predicted a fucking ice age, meaning meaning we would be covered with glaciers in 1977. Now, that was just, what, uh, almost 50 years ago. And the ebbs and the flows happen. And the ebbs and the flows of the earth happen until the earth doesn't want us around anymore. Ask the dinosaurs. Until the earth says, enough is enough, fuck mankind. I can see that happening. Hell, they got rid of the dinosaurs. Hell, we fill our damn cars with dinosaur fuel right now. All I'm saying is this. If you want to recycle and you want to do all that kind of stuff, you go right ahead. More power to you. I don't even make fun of that. Hey, you you want to take the time to separate out everything because you want to leave a cleaner place for your kids? I applaud that. I really do. I don't have kids. I know Roscoe's here, but fucking Roscoe's just going to rule the world, especially with me teaching him. Um, so I ain't worried about that. If you think it's, if, if it's important to you, who am I to say anything to you? Who am I? I'm going to let you do your thing. You want to drive nothing but electric vehicles, more power to you. Good for you. You don't have to stop at the gas station as much as I do. Great. Super duper. But do you see what I'm doing here? I'm letting you live your life. As as much of time I think you're wasting, and this is my personal beliefs, I think separating your trash, doing all that kind of stuff, I've got other things to do, like sleep, masturbate. Uh, look, those are all more important to me than separating my glass and my plastic. It just is. And I'm not putting you down for it. It might sound like I'm not. I'm going to let you live your life. How about in turn, you do the same for me? I know that we don't live in that society anymore, that we have sides shouting at one another, telling everybody how to live their lives, doing all this kind of stuff. I know we don't live in that society anymore, but man, oh man, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if we could all mind our business, and give our opinions if they're asked. Instead of stating your opinion as fact, 
and rubbing it or running it down people's throats. And I'm talking on every side of every coin. If you're anti-abortion, then you don't get an abortion. You raise your children to where they don't get abortions. If, if you want, if that's what you want, instead of going down to the local abortion clinic and calling women who are making a terrible decision, and, and I mean terrible decision for them. I'm not saying abortion is terrible. I'm saying it's got a way in their mind somehow that they're aborting a fetus, and that's got to be terrible for them. So instead of going down to them and calling them baby killers on the day that they're doing this, how about you just stay home and mind your own fucking business? Because that lady's going to terminate that pregnancy whether you're there yelling at her or not. And don't try to kid yourself that you had something to do with a gal walking away because she probably went back the next day because your mouthy ass wasn't there. Now. If you are one of these people that has to have their way, you're yelling at people, you're doing this, okay, then let us do that to you. How about that? You don't like that idea? You don't like the idea of people yelling at you and telling you how to live your life and what you should and shouldn't do? You don't like that, but you like to do it to other people. Well, here's here's your simple solution. You can hang out with like-minded people like yourself at any kind of place, at a church, at a community center, at your house. You can have these active meetings, and you can talk these out with your friends and things like that, and you can associate with those people, and then you can choose not to associate with the other people and just go on your merry fucking way. Now, I know this is all pie in the sky. This is all fucking sounding like New Age bullshit, but this is about as far from new age. I'm not saying that everybody has to get along. Hell, I don't want you to like one another. There are certain people out there that I can't stand, and I would not any go anywhere near them based on their belief system and what they are. And I think they'll, they'll enjoy it that way, that I don't go anywhere near them because I know I'm going to enjoy my life a lot more not being anywhere near all that rhetoric and, rhetoric and stupidity. Oil is not from the dinosaurs, man. Thank you. Thank God for global warming or we'd be glaciers. We're all going to die, so we might as well have a good time. Um, uh, did time predict the horrible WCW wrestler coming and they were misinterpreted? <laughs> the Russian-British comedian Kostra Kinson has a great message in regards to all this. He talked about on Rogan. Okay. Oh, by the way, oh, Alicia's here. Holy shit, I didn't see her say hello. Hold on. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. There we go, Alicia. Good morning to you. I hope that you're having a good day so far. Uh, all right, let's see. What else we got here? This is always fun to hear. Um, if you're an American that has a Russian passport and you're living in Russia right now, the United States is telling you to get the fuck out. Leave. 
Thanks to the war in Ukraine, the risk of arbitrary arrest or harassment by Russian law enforcement agencies. They say that U.S. citizens uh, residing or traveling to Russia should depart immediately. Um, You're going to be arrested if you're an American, or even worse, you could be made to fight for the Russians. It's fabulous. My weekend has begun. Good, good, good. So there you go. If you are, if you're planning a trip to Russia, don't go. I'm sure it's gorgeous there this time of year. That wonderful shade of of gray that seems to be all over Russia, dude. I I, I kid you not. I, I look. I'm 51 years old, and I've seen plenty of videos, and I've seen plenty of pictures of Russia. Does the sun shine in Russia? I mean, I always see that it, it it looks like it is cloudy and dank there at all times. It's like a it, it's like a a colder form of England. Except I've seen the sun out in England. I've never seen the sun out in in Russia. Oh man, fuck my life! I was going there to tour the beef farms and vodka distilleries in sunny Russia. I mean, this shouldn't be newsworthy information. If you have to be told to leave Russia as an American, you should let your inferior genetics die there, right? Um, what about the trip to Cuba I'm planning? I, I would not go there either if, if I were you. Have you seen this? China sent us a balloon because it was the only thing missing from the damn circus, pretty much. Lake Bagat is uh, in Russia is beautiful. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I just have never seen the sunshine in Russia. Not in movies, not in video clips, never. Well, maybe, maybe even when Vladimir Putin was riding around on that horse topless, the sun still wasn't out. It was still gray. Wacky Russians. They don't even let the sun come out for their people. By the way, we got Lister Mail tomorrow. We got a big old helping amount of that tomorrow. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy on the show Thursday. Uh, but I whooped Joe's ass in the Super Bowl bets. Oh, wait till you hear on Thursday. Um, let's see. Who, who's this guy? Oh, I want to do this story so bad. Um, we, we, we might have another candidate for president. A millionaire biotech entrepreneur is weighing a 2024 Republican primary bid. Visited Iowa last month. Now, things are starting to heat up when it comes to the Republican side. Donald Trump is starting to come up with funny nicknames for Ron DeSantis here and there, and we'll see. few polls have been done. Donald Trump is doing pretty well there. But Afghanistan, North Korea, and Iran are still okay, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, go travel to them, swoosh. Don't. Don't don't do that. Please don't travel there. Um, this rising right wing star has pronou- uh, has pounced on the message of anti wokeism and environmental and social governance. He wants to pull what Trump did in twenty twenty six, but there's a problem. There is a huge problem. This guy's name is Vivek Ramaswamy. 
Now, now I'm not an expert on a lot of things, but I am when it comes to this. If the word Swami is in your last name, you will never be elected president in America. Swami? Oh, this this guy, Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a Middle Eastern fellow. Now, now look, look here, look here. Nothing but love for the guy. Hey, I don't know enough about him. He's been dubbed the CEO of Anti-Woke Incorporated. If I can get him on the show, I'll try to get him on the show. Um, sounds like a gay Hindu. Well, I, 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 I don't know where he, this is him. Hold on a second here. I'm just going to tell you real quick. Tell Chris Berman that's not going to happen, LOL. Look, it's not going to happen because (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. They said that about a guy whose middle name was Hussein. Well, that that wasn't his birth name. Barack was not his birth name. You remember, his, his birth name was Barry. Now, now I look, I was very surprised that America did elect Barack Obama the first time. I didn't think it would happen. But here's the problem. We looked at Barack Obama as a kind black man. That's what we saw him as. We didn't see him as a fuzzy foreigner. We didn't see him. We didn't. We we saw the half white part of him. I ain't gonna lie about America. America still. Look, look. The the entire world is racist. Until y'all get that into your damn skulls, then we can have a talk. The world is a racist place. The end. And it ain't got it, it ain't got to be black against white. Cause this one sure as fuck ain't black versus white. This is a guy whose name is Vivek Dharashwami or Ramaswamy. Do you really think that has a chance to get elected? Can you see a bunch of Ramaswamy fucking billboards in your front yard? I I bet Mr. Ramaswamy talks better English than Grandpa Joe. Well, that ain't saying much. Roscoe talks better English than Grandpa Joe. I mean, remember, Joe Biden did announce this this morning. I'm delighted to announce that within all U.S. territories, the formerly known Black History Month will be changed to the more suitable name of Real Nigga February. The month will be filled with education of crucial black leaders whom helped build this nation, such as Ice Spice or Six Nine. There you go. I'll vote Swami before Biden. Oh, I would too. But man, oh man. If it gets down to a guy named Swami, look, I I just got to tell you. Drop the Rama and you got the Italian vote. This is fake. You think? (laughs) Douglas, you think that's fake? Well, the fact that Joe Biden wants to change the Black History Month one more time? I'm delighted to announce that within all U.S. territories, the formerly known Black History Month will be changed to the more suitable name of Real Nigga February. The mo- there you go. That's all you need to know what Joe Biden wants to do. 
Oh, God, Joe. I love you. You're so fantastic. Oh, man. All right. So, yes, we have a man named Ramaswamy who wants to run for president. Do I think he gets elected? Mm, probably not. I'm just saying. Let's see. Um, speaking of running for president, is it real? Of course it's not real. That's not real. A question, who would rather have a beer with? I'm. I, it's not going to be Swami. No. Here's my rant. What in the fuck is wrong with NBC? No Chicago shows, no new law and order until this Thursday. And Showtime, when is Billions going to fucking start? And HBO, when is Succession going to start? This is so annoying. I've been home recovering for a week, and there's still nothing to watch except serial killers. Don't the Chicago shows start this week? I know a lot of shit kicks off this week because the Super Bowl was last week. I believe the Chicago shows come back this week. I might be wrong, but I'm, I, I think they come back this week. I'm not sure about the Law and Orders, but Chicago comes back, and I don't know about Succession or Billions or any of that yet. Sanchez family says, watch Pornhub. Oh, I'm sure your out has. This, this should scare the shit out of you. Former DNC chair says Kamala Harris will not. She will not be replaced. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. They- and uh, the former DNC chairperson says that if Joe Biden doesn't run, Kamala Harris will be the next Democratic president, at least candidate. Now, I got to say, if Mr. Swamy wants to run against anybody and win convincingly, it will be against it will be against this moron right here. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Uh, you're out. You might enjoy Milf Manor uh, on TLC. I've watched it. I, I, you know what? I've watched it. It's not that good. I watched the first episode. Not good. The chicks aren't even hot, man. They, I mean, they, they've had so much bad plastic surgery on that show. That show is not good. No, 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 no. She says, even I have standards. Who would ever vote for her? Oh, snap, it'll be an Indian versus a half Indian. And we're, we're talking we're, we're talking casino. Oh, no, we're talking 7-Elevens, not casinos here. You know some casino Indians like, where are we going to fucking run? These other ones have got it down. They got all the damn gas stations, and now they're going to run for president. Um, all right. I, I figured that that's enough to scare the shit out of you for enough uh, time here. Uh, we'll take a break. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio uh, one at gmail.com is where you can write the show if you want to write the show. I mean, you, you don't have to, but we are doing mail tomorrow. So, you know, you could write in. 
have some mail for tomorrow's show. That'd be that'd be pretty fire if you ask me, but that's just me. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here, and uh, there you go. I set out on a narrow way many years ago Hoping I would find true love along the broken road But I got lost a time or two Wiped my brow and kept pushing through I couldn't see how every sign pointed straight to you Every long lost dream led me to where you are. Others who broke my heart, they were like northern stars, pointing me on my way into your loving arms. This much I know is true that God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. Yes, it did. I think about the years I spent just passing through. To have the time I lost And give it back to you But you just smile and take my hand You've been there, you understand It's all part of a grander plan That is coming true Every long lost dream Let me do
I say the night you left me Nothing worse could ever happen Seeing you with someone else Proved that I was wrong And when your eyes met mine I knew that you were gone forever Along with all the reasons I had for hanging on I'd be better off in a pine box On a slow train back to Georgia Or in the gray walls of a prison doing time I think I'd rather die and go to hell face the devil than to lie here with you and him together on my mind. I always thought that someday we might get back together. I just thought you needed time to spread your wings and fly. When I saw the loving way you held on to each other It was all that I could do Not to break right down and cry I'd be better off in a pine box On a slow train back to Georgia Or in the gray walls of a prison I 
right there because this is not about today you should you should show your partner man to women women to win men to men women to women women to fucking i don't know fucking fire hydrants men to trees whatever whoever you love you should show them that every single day not just today and that's a, a good song right there also another reason why i played it it reminds me of a party i went to my senior year in high school there was only like eight of us there, and we were all drinking real heavily, and we were playing quarters. And if you make three, look, look, let, let's go back in time, shall we? Yeah, let's remember back when we were in high school and college, shall we? Uh, have a little fun. I got to go way back. Way back. Keep going. Keep going. All right, there we go. There's my senior year. There's my senior year. Okay, good. And we're over at this, uh, we're at this party. We're playing quarters. And after the third, if you make three in a row, you get to make a rule. And the whole table has to follow the rule. And as an experienced drinker, I was very, very good at quarters. All I had to do was find the one bumpy spot on the table. Bam, I could make every single shot. So I made three in a row, and I made a rule. To, to me, this is still the greatest I only hear I love you when Arnie's getting gifts. Yeah, pretty much. 
Well, if you do it every day, then you'll hear it every day. Um, I made a rule, no sliding, which meant you had to pop the quarter out of the glass. You couldn't slide it out. You couldn't slide it across the table. Otherwise, you had to drink. So then when I made my sixth one in a row, I, I, I said, you can no longer use the letter D in any sentence. And I kid you not, that song came on. It's not what I did. It's what I didn't do. And we were all drunk, and we were all singing that song. It's not what I id. It's what I didn't ooh. I still think about that and laugh to this day, and I thank Steve Warner for that. Quarters and sword fights. Um, I was asked yesterday on the show, what was with DeMar Hamlin's jacket at the Super Bowl? Super Bowl played two days ago. Um, and DeMar Hamlin, if you don't know, you've been living under a rock. He's the young man that suffered a heart attack on the field. And it was nice to see Warren Sapp come out finally and say, wait a second, why didn't they keep playing the game? You remember that? You remember when we – and he brought up example after example after example of players that were, were critically injured on the field. 1971, a guy died on the field and they kept playing. Remember the Detroit Lions player whose neck, Mike Utley, whose neck broke? We watched it break on television, and they carted him out, and they gave him a thumbs up, but he's still in a fucking wheelchair to this day. They continued the game. Finally, somebody's come out and said they should have continued the game, but that's not what this is about. The drink, drank, drunk rule. The rules all didn't want <laughs> Oh, no. You know, you did not want to hear that because you'd have to say you have to rink. Oh, I, the rules were so much fun to make in playing quarters. Those were the best. Poor old day drinking game bullshit up and down the river. The vegetable game. If you never played the vegetable game, here, tell your kids this one. Um, they can't show their teeth and they have to pick a vegetable and they have to call out to another vegetable. So you have to, it would be easy for me to play now. I'd just take my teeth out. Um, but you'd be like rutabaga, rutabaga, calling carrot, carrot. But you can't show your teeth. And if you show your teeth, you have to drink. Fantastic, stupid games. Anyway, back to DeMar Hamlin, who showed up at the Super Bowl, walked out there with all the first responders that helped him. And by the way, a little side note. Um. If, by chance, you still think it has something to do with the vaccine or shots. I implore you, I beg of you to watch this month's edition of Real Sports on HBO. Where they talk about, it's about 150 a year and it has been for the last 15 years. Meaning before COVID started. About 150 high school and smaller college athletes. And they made a point about making it smaller college. About 150 of these cases happen every year with about half of them dying. Of these players who are playing sports whose hearts stop. It's an electric rhythm that's in your heart and the electric rhythm goes out. Whether you've been hit, whether you fell whether you're hit with a ball, anything like that. And I remember I talked to my doctor. I went to my doctor a few weeks ago for, for my amazing medical checkups, which pissed me off. I was hoping I had something that they could just turn the lights out. But, no, I'm healthy as a fucking horse. And uh, 
he was telling me about this, and he says they shouldn't have even done CPR on DeMar Hamlin. They should have just got the defibrillator and shocked him immediately. Now, the reports are out saying DeMar Hamlin is going to play in the NFL again. I think that's great that he has that goal in mind. I don't know of a lot of teams besides the Buffalo Bills that will keep him due to the fact that this happened to him on an NFL field, and a lot of people don't really necessarily want to be around that, and there's no knock on him. But it happens all the time where these players go down with heart issues and they bring defibrillators back and they start them right back up. A lot of times, and they made a point to make it small schools and high schools because a lot of those schools don't have these devices there. I don't know what Mexicali is. I never played Mexicali. We played quarters. We played bullshit. We played up and down the river, which I didn't really like. Um, the the vegetable game. Uh, the 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 best drinking game. If you want to get people fucked up fast, uh, you played uh, Knights of the Round Table. They've been hiding the truth about vaccines all those years now. The vaccines were carried in on black helicopters, developed at pizza restaurant brothels. In fact, a bunch of vaccine research is being done at the Twin Towers, and Bush-backed jihadists took out the towers to prevent the truth about vaccines from servicing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Knights of the Round Table is you get um, you get all the face cards, and you put them around, and, and uh, if you draw a king, you have to pour whatever you're drinking into the big middle glass. And if you draw the fourth king, you do that. But th- the only other card you played with besides the face cards was ten. And that was called the progression. Now, this game was also called progression as well. Because you, you, if you drew the 10, you started drinking, and the person to your left couldn't put their glass down until you put yours down. That got some people really fucked up. Um, that was King's Cup. Okay. Rage Cage, Flip Cup, Pong. Pong and Flip Cup came around after my drinking days. I know beer pong is the big thing, that and fucking, you know, flip cup. And those are all great games, but. Mm. Ogre's message is brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> so, DeMar Hamlin was wearing this jacket. It was a letterman's jacket. It looked like it had SpongeBob on it. It had some writing on there. This was a big thing yesterday. Some of the writing says, without end or beginning, there is no day. Um, And I guess on the back was a crucified picture of Jesus. So I guess this was kind of a Jesus jacket. Well, Adrian Peterson, who is a a benevolent man of God, even though he beat the shit out of his damn kid with a switch, said he didn't care for it. He's talked to DeMar Hamlin about it. And uh, he, he doesn't like the, the tribute that DeMar Hamlin played, but he says, hey, it's okay. You know, it's what he wanted to do. Um, but that's what the jacket was. It's some kind of God-type tribute thing. Whatever. I was never at any level of drinking Arnie, and now I don't drink at all. Had a farewell espresso martini before they pulled my gallbladder, and I have no desire to drink again. Good for you. Good for you. Um. Yeah, yeah, drinking Arnie, drinking Arnie was a way different level. 
drinking Arnie was, I mean, dr- and this is how you can tell. If you're a social drinker and you like to go out and you like to have a couple drinks, you are never, ever going to reach drinking Arnie level. Nothing to worry about. Now, if your sole purpose in going out is to get blackout drunk, well, then we need to talk. Not that, hey, if it's not an issue for you, more power to you. But that's the difference between a casual drinker and drinking at Arnie level. Arnie never went out casually drinking. Arnie went out to drink to get fucked up. Arnie was going to finish a bottle. And yes, I speak in third person because that was another person a long, long time ago. Look at the picture, Arnie. It's a paper doll Jesus with add-ons. Okay. Yeah, that that's, I, I mean, I, I've seen the picture. I can't really, it, it's just not really good. Um, nothing accentuates one's faith like a SpongeBob Letterman <laughs> jacket. Yep. You're out. I can't even really drink anymore because regular beer is just foul. All I can taste is the alcohol. Thank Christ Almighty that Guinness put out a non-alcoholic version of their classic draft. And it's fan-fucking-tastic. Now I can pound gallons of Guinness with no drunk. Good. I bought a house online drunk as a skunk. Arn level? Yeah, I would say buying a house online, that would be pretty drunk level there, Arnie. Uh, LOL, Ogre. I'm pretty sure no one on the planet drinks Guinness just for the taste. And Ogre says, I do. Well, there you go. I'll tell you this. I don't. Because I'm a fucking Irishman through and through. I never drank for the taste. I'll tell you this. Beer was disgusting. Beer was fucking gross. Wine coolers were nasty. Um, Mad Dog 2020 was about the worst thing I ever put in my mouth until I had fucking Night Train. Uh, Let's see. Uh, (laughs) Strike. Strawberry, uh, Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill, fucking didn't like that either. The only alcoholic drink that I ever liked the taste of, and it was a, it was a shame that I liked the taste of it because one night I did like 26 shots of it, uh, and that was a rattlesnake. And that was a leveled shot you had. At the bottom you had uh, Rupplements, which is just fucking peppermint schnapps, but stronger. In the middle, you had Kahlua, and on the top level, you had Bailey's Irish Cream. And I got to tell you, that shot was pretty fucking tasty. 26 of them. I knew the bartender, so that's why I did 26. Worst thing Arnie ever put in his mouth was Satan. <laughs> Yummy night train. Oh, night. look, man. I only went down the night train once because they were out of Grape Mad Dog 2020 and Grapefruit Mad Dog 2020 was disgusting. Night Train made me jump down the stairs like Darth Vader fighting Luke Skywalker, whack my head on the stairs above that, but Night Train kept me from getting a huge knot on my forehead. What a miracle drink. And a great Guns N' Roses song, yeah? Do not come for my Zima. I love, love Zima. Always will. It's so refreshing and more alcohol than White Claw or (laughs) whatever it's called. I was not a big Zima. Zima was a chick drink. I'll say that right now. Any guy drinking Zima, he got beat up. 
Ernest and Gallo's fuzzy naval wine coolers were the worst. Oh, you had Bartles and James, Ernest and Gallo wine coolers. You had all that terrible shit. I'm trying to think, is there any? Let's see, Mickey's Mickey's Big Mouth malt liquor. I I that was a beer of choice for a while, and so was Lone Star, mainly because they were cheap. They they were cheap, and the fact of the matter is, they got you fucked up. If you could handle the rot gut of fucking Mad Dog and and Mickey's, you could handle anything. You're out parties with Zima and Crystal Pepsi. I thought Zima was discontinued. I thought it was too. Did they? I know they brought it back. They tried to bring it back. Um, as far as whiskeys went, I I would only drink Jack Daniels because it was. It was liquid fire that you put in your mouth. I hated Jim Beam. Southern Comfort tasted like cough syrup. That was disgusting. They still sell Zima in Japan and 7-Eleven. Japanese love Zima. I don't know why. Schlitz uh, Malt Liquor Bowl. I remember being 10 and my mom telling me to refill her white trash, white Zinfandel, and she'd let me swig a bunch of it in reward. 10, yeah. Uh, crooked Eye Fruit Punch tasted something like coming back up. Boone's Farm or Mad Dog 2020 for the ladies, Old English, or St. Ides for the fellas in my hood, yeah. My drinking partners were Jack and Johnny. I tried scotch once and I got way too fucked up. I didn't like the taste of scotch either. It'll come back again. I'm on the newsletter. I would drink again for Zima. All these crap seltzers out there, there's just Zima. One night, my college drinking buddy and I downed two 40s each and a bag of pot. Where was I going with this? Wish they had Gentleman Jack when I was younger. Well, maybe not. I'd be in trouble today. King Cobra 40 ounce. I never went down King Cobra route. That's all good. All good shit right there, man. Oh, let's see. Take that one off and delete that. This is an interesting story about the modern way of doing business in America. Um, They say New Yorkers reveal what they really think about awkward checkout moment when an iPad asks if they want a tip. Let's see what these New Yorkers have to say. I'm Whenever you're out sort of uh, getting coffees or at a bodega, do you always tip 25%? Um, well, at a coffee or bodega, depends, you know. I like a straight black coffee, so when I order a straight black coffee, I don't think it's really justified to tip. If I'm ordering a caramel mocha double frappuccino, maybe a tip is justified, but a straight black coffee, tip is not justified. No, I think, no, I don't. I mean, I try to. I'm a student. I'm broke. All right. Now we get into this. Old English was my 40 back in the day. Low and brow. Um, this is, this is something that's taken over these, the, where we don't get to pay with cash anymore, anywhere, which I still don't understand, but okay. I'll play along for right now. That you have to swipe a card, and then you have to go on the iPad, and you have to put in, add a tip. 
Now, I'm going to tell you, ass family, and I, I'm not going to ask you if you want to share with me. You can. I don't always add a tip. I, I, don't, I, I don't understand this tipping uh, balloon that seems to have popped where everybody thinks that they deserve a tip now. And it, it, this is not about me being cheap. This is just about being a part of society. What that guy said about buying a black coffee and just getting a black coffee. What else are you supposed to do? You're a barista. Look here. I think it's tip enough that I call you a barista instead of a fucking coffee maker. And he goes on to say, well, if I order a double frappuccino, mocha, whatever, you know, if you add in all that stuff. That's their job, man. That's their job. And I'm not trying to be a dick here. I know that servers, and, 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 and this is where we have to break free and figure it out. Where do tips stop? I know at Christmas time, everybody tips their hairdressers. They tip their mailman. They tip their garbage man. We don't. Maybe that's why I've had five packages come up missing in the last six months. I don't know. But you're doing your job. I don't get tips. I'm here. Last night, my stomach was killing me. I drank a half a bottle of Pepto last night. I was like, there is no way I'm missing the Valentine's show. Am I going to get a tip today? No. And do I deserve a tip? No. You know why? Because I'm doing my fucking job. I married a prostitute in tattoo land in a drunken stupor, Arnie level drunk. Well, that's way past Arnie level drunk right there. That's something that Arnie never did, and I'm surprised Arnie never did. Christopher says, I drank tequila and whiskey for the taste. I haven't been drunk since I was 18. I don't like being out of control of my own body. So I never drink enough to get drunk. Well, that's good. Hated tequila. My run-ins with tequila were not very good. The tip stops at the shaft. Normal on the board coffee order, no tip, but go crazy with that order. Tip that person. Okay. All right. So um, can somebody please explain to me if I get a meal to go, if I if I don't DoorDash, if I call like Chili's, which I haven't eaten at Chili's in years because Chili sucks now, but let's say I were to order something to go from Chili's, an old timer with fries, and I go to Chili's and I pick it up, why do I have to 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 leave a tip? I'm asking. Because if I leave a tip there, why am I not tipping at McDonald's? Why am I not tipping when I go to Taco Bell? Why am I not tipping when I go to a, a place that makes sandwiches? Potbelly, Subway, any sandwich place. Jersey Mike's, why am I not tipping there? I mean, they're making my sandwich for me. Why don't we tip there? And everybody can run and say, well, fast food people don't get tips. Why? Why? Well, they get paid, you know, by the hour. They're getting paid $15 now. Well, so? 
And that means servers need to work harder and unionize and get their fucking pay rates raised above minimum wage. Gramps taught me to tip the garbage men. Those fuckers would take anything Gramp left at the curb, okay? I don't tip my mailman. He sucks. He still gives me mail for some other chick nine-plus years later. I, I, I think it's great that people want to hand over their hard-earned money to other people who are doing their jobs. Hey, more power to you. You want to do that? Go right at this is This is like the environmental talk once again. But, but once again... I'll throw in a, a, a caveat here. Don't force me. Don't label me. Don't, don't look down on me when I don't leave a tip at Starbucks. And especially, especially these places that don't cash, that, 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 that are not taking cash anymore, which, by the way, is quite illegal. But there are a lot of places out there that just take cards. If you just take a card, guess what? You've ended the tip. I tipped my dry cleaner guy the other day. He was shocked, and that's how you get shit done fast. He remembered me the next time and turned my coat around, and one day, no extra charge. That's why I tip. Now, that's fine. Hey, you're out. That's a way to game the system. And I say, bravo to you. But do you tip every time? Did you tip him the next time? The time after that? Because they're like strays. Once you feed a stray, that stray keeps coming back. And once you start tipping, they're going to start expecting it. Okay, Arn, uh, get some cards printed to drop in these tip jars. You need a better job. <laughs> and when did it go from 15 to 25%? Fuck that. I like these places that give you the, the, and some of them don't do the math right. That's what I like the most about it. They'll give you an idea, and they start at like 18%. Oh, with 18%, the, the total will be this, this. So you don't have to do the math. And when you end up doing the math, you go, wait a second, that's over tipping. I don't tip every time. Uh, I don't have uh, much of a need for dry cleaners lately. I mostly use them for alterations. Okay. Uh, you better believe we in the casino business remember the ones that tip, and they do get more attention. Now, now there, there are a lot of industries where, yes, that can go far. You playing blackjack, and, and you, you hit a bunch of blackjacks in a row, you better give your fucking dealer a tip. If you want to keep getting good cards, if you want that good juju, look, there are certain reasons that I will tip. And, 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 and look, I tip at restaurants. I tip where you're supposed to tip. Casinos, if I were to go in and play in a casino, and I, I'm not a big casino player, uh, but I know the rules of tipping there. And, yes, you tip your, 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 your dealers and things like that because, well, you're in their neighborhood. If you split the check, they still put 18% on the total combined. They do that on purpose. My favorite is the place that if you end up going with a bunch of friends and they get a bunch of high school kids like this, when you got a party of more than six and they say that gratuity is already added in and you see it on the total and yet people still tip on top of that, oh, I don't care for that. I've never used a bellhop. I have tipped valets, yes. I never tipped the dealer. Fuck you. You took my money with your magic three blackjacks in a row. 
Uh, the way I learned tipping is that the waitress is 10%, barbers get 30 Then one day people just started going fucking bananas with tipping. Now I think we should just stop all tipping altogether. Tipping became the second thing I believe France does correctly and nothing else. I don't mind. Look, look, I don't mind doing the 15%. Look, it's standard. I understand they, they make shit money. And I understand why a lot of people get those jobs. I get it. I totally understand. And, and if they do their job, they will get a 15% tip. I have no problem with that. I'll play the game. I live in society. I have no problem with that. If you suck at your job, then you're not going to get to 15%. I'm sorry. And if you're excellent, if you're super awesome at your job, we, I will happily give you more. We had a waitress the other day. We went to this place called Primo's here in Rockwall. And they have these tostada nachos that I really, really like. Well, this girl comes to the table, and she, she seats us, right? And uh, she asked for our drink order. Both get Dr. Pepper. And she comes to the table. She goes, look, they're just changing this out. You want to taste this to make sure it's okay? I tasted it. tasted like shit. She said, no problem. She took those drinks back, got us fresh new ones that tasted better. This gal went out of her way serving us. And she did it with the, the, the main courses. She did it with everything. She was above. And that's why she got like a 30% tip. Because she was so good at her job. I have no problem with that. What I have a problem with is that if you check me out, if I come and order a drink and you check me out and then you flip the screen for me to sign and there's that big tip thing, I'm not going to fucking tip you. Sorry. I pre-tipped a casino bellhop one time to hold our luggage after checking out. We had hours before our flight, and the dude's eyes lit up, and bam, our luggage was perfectly intact. Look, hey, hey, I'm just going to tell you right now. Tips will go a long way in a lot of businesses. Always, oh, if you're flying, let me, let me, let me tell you this rule. There's a rule out there, and you should look into this rule. Especially if you fly into Sacramento. If you know anything about flying into Sacramento, you know that the baggage claim takes forever there. It always has, and it always will. I don't know why a small airport like Sacramento has so much problems with their luggage. But in times that I flew back to Sacramento, back way back in the day, don't do this anymore because I don't care, um, and I would be traveling with my golf clubs or something like that, I would stop and I would, I would drop them off at the curb. I would do uh, curbside check-in. And usually I had two bags. And, and the going rate then was like anywhere between 5 and $10 a bag. And I would happily hand that guy a 20. And you know what would happen every time I did that? And it was different people. But it happened a lot. And I took a lot of golf trips. My shit was the first one off every single time that I tipped. So I do believe there are people that you can tip and good things happen when it happens. Those guys at, 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 at curbside check-in, they are gold. A guy betting $500 a hand and not tipping is not getting rated as good old dude betting $10 and tipping, just saying, yeah. 
See that man? Uh, that's when I get the manager. When I get great service, I want the manager to know. And every time, the look of panic on their faces, which is kind of sad. Yeah. I have a waitress friend at a sushi restaurant I go to often. She told me I was tipping too much. I told her that I wanted to because she's a great surfer and my friend. She told me that they all share tips. She doesn't get the full what I'm giving her. I didn't like that. Some servers are better than others and get more money for a reason. I tried slipping her cash on the side, but she said she couldn't take it. That sucks. One time I was in line at Skycap, and the family in front of me, and the son asked why he gave the guy money and said because he wanted their bags to arrive at their destination and not damaged. Always tip the Skycap people. Yep. Oh, yeah. Skycaps are awesome. I've written on the tip line, here's a tip, don't be such an asshole. I remember one time, and this is one of my funnier stories. Um, so let, let me start this story off with this. Um, I, I was not going to drink this one day because I was so hungover doing the morning show. So th- th- this will take you back at least 26 years. Uh, 27, 28 years probably. Um, I was so hungover. I did the show. And the problem was is that day we were getting to play golf with Queensryche. And I got like the second guitar player. We didn't get the good guitar player, and, and Jeff Tate wasn't there. And we got a cool guy, and I didn't play a lot of golf back then because I was still playing softball. And this is in Reno. And the front nine, I played so bad, so bad. I said, fuck it. And at the turn, I bought a case of beer. I, I, I mean, that was expensive at the golf course. A case of beer is a lot, but I bought a case of beer. And the guy I was riding with had like two. I had the rest. So I drank 22 beers in nine holes. My golf game improved. I think I birdied 18. But um, that day we were going out because Queensright was playing the next night. So um, Scab and I decided we were going to go out to dinner. And then we had the premiere for The Glimmer Man, Steven Seagal, Damon Wayans movie. And at that time, Steven Seagal was still cool. So... um, so, mind you, we went right from the golf course to a place in Reno called Jeremiah's Steakhouse. Uh, I was best friends with the bartender. She, she and I are still friends to this day. And we sat in the, the, the dining area. And this is pretty much when I wore my welcome out to Jeremiah's. Uh, we had a terrible waiter. I was so drunk. Now, if you know me, you know how drunk I was. I ordered just regular tea. Because they didn't have Dr. Pepper. And I was so fucked up, I was like, well, y'all ain't got Dr. Pepper, I'll have a tea. I fucking hate tea. Tea is the absolute worst drink made in, in, in the world. So we get it, and I'm just thirsty as shit because I've been drinking beers all day. So I pound this tea down, right? It's empty. It's awful. And our waiter is taking forever to get to. And nobody's refilling. So, Drunk Arnie uh, gets goaded into getting up and getting the tea and starts to refill the entire room, (laughs) starting with my glass, of course, first. 
needless to say, one of the waiters came and said, sir, I'll take that. I was like, dude, I just want some more tea. So we sat down and, and we ate dinner. I think we both had a steak or whatever, you know. Fucked up. I mean, and we were both fucked up. So the bill comes out and it's like $48 and, and, and 26 cents. There's $49.26. So I, 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 I hand scab 25 bucks. He has 25 bucks. And he goes, What about a tip? I said, Well, that motherfucker was terrible. We ended up giving him the 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 seventy eight cent tip. We just left. We went and saw Glimmerman. Both of us passed out. They had to actually wake us up in the movie theater to get us to leave. Oh, T is my life, bud. Curse you, good. That means there's more of it for you, Fred. I ain't gonna drink that shit. Fucking tea sucks. I'll take Dr Pepper and water any day. That was one of my dad's favorite places, Jeremiah's and Cattleman's. Yeah, oh, both great places in Reno. Reno and Washoe Valley, I should say. Um, Let's see here. Um, Well, this has got to suck. A federal safety regulator fined Mars Wrigley more than $14,000. After two workers fell into a vat of chocolate at the company's factory in Pennsylvania. Uh, OSHA said the workers contracted from an outside employer were not properly trained to use the equipment and they fell into the vat of chocolate. Well, I got to tell you real quick, they didn't fall in the vat of chocolate. I'm just going to tell you this right now. If I were to get a job at, at a Hershey or Mars or one of these players places and i see a big old vat of chocolate the only words you're gonna hear come out of my mouth is cannonball oh i'm jumping in i am jumping in and i am swimming in a pool of chocolate i will i will i that would i would gladly drown in a vat of chocolate The two workers were not seriously hurt, but trapped in a vat of chocolate. How do you get trapped in a vat of chocolate? Eat your way out, stupid. The safety that our associates and outside contractors is a top priority of our business. As always, we appreciate OSHA's collaborative approach to working with us to conduct the after-action review. I'm just telling you right now. Them motherfuckers did not fall in no vat of chocolate. Oh, I'd be horrible to work there. I'd walk by the vat with a cup every day. Oop, fill it up. You don't drink coffee, aren't you? No, I do not. I've never drank coffee. I hate coffee. coffee. Coffee's right up there with tea, except it's hot. I don't like hot drinks. You motherfuckers that drink hot drinks, I don't understand it. Hot, hey, look, look, hot tea, yeah. I don't even like hot chocolate that much. I'd rather have a nice cold, I put ice in my chocolate milk. Yes, you heard me. I put ice in my chocolate milk. You don't drink coffee, Arnie? Uh, when you go to IHOP, you order pancakes, yell at the waitress about ice cold butter. What do you order to drink? I order Dr. Pepper. 
I the the first phrase you will always hear me say at a restaurant is, "Y'all got Dr Pepper." Do y'all got Dr Pepper? And if they don't, if they hit me back with fucking we have root beer, then I fucking explode. But no, I, I get Dr Pepper everywhere. I have not tried the frozen butter hack yet. No, I have not tried it. I haven't gotten into a place that has frozen butter. Would you rather drown in a vat of chocolate or Dr. Pepper? Oh, I, uh, Dr. Pepper all day. I, I, that that I would just gladly hold my breath and go to the bottom and try to drink my way out. I had hot chamomile tea last night before bed. Ugh. Hot milk. Ugh. Coffee is Christian crank. Arnie would be employed for 30 days, and the factory would be reporting production losses of 40% from his sip here and there. Uh, chamomile is a great sedative. Have some with lavender seed oil or magnesium tablet, and you won't remember falling asleep. Well, I take magnesium before bed. Um, you put ice in chocolate milk. That is flu- full-blown witchcraft. No, it's good. Hold on a second here. You think that's witchcraft? I mean... That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! Went to the store the other day and noticed they had Dr. Pepper cotton candy thought of you. They need to stop. They got strawberry and cream Dr. Pepper. They got vanilla Dr. Pepper. And I like vanilla Coke, but I ain't going down the vanilla Dr. Pepper route. All right? I, 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 did, I did a dance last year, and I still have Dr. Pepper Zero, and I don't mind it. But now that I've lost a bunch of weight and, and I continue to lose weight with the uh, Ozempic and, and my magnesium and other cocktails that I take because I shit all the time, no, uh-uh, I ain't trying none of that new shit. Fuck all that cotton candy. I just smoke a little weed before bed instead of that. Yeah, I mean, you could do that too. Ah, oh, the fine folks at OSHA finding them uh we have a valentine's day quiz coming up in the next um next break but before we get to that break we have to do this story here Uh. (laughs) now the one rule about ice fishing there's one rule that's don't fall through the ice that's pretty easy rule if you think about it you know it the people that go ice fishing, you ever seen that movie Grumpy Old Man or Grumpier Old Man? These are people that have lived around whatever lake is around there for years and years and years, and they know how it freezes. And they put little little like little huts on top of them, and they 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 have heaters in there, literal heaters on ice, and generators and all this kind of stuff, and they cut a hole in the ice and they fish. Well, at the 43rd annual Islands Ice Fishing Derby, it was called off this year. Hours before the tournament was set to begin along Lake Champlain, organizers said their decision came in response to a request from the Grand Isle County Sheriff's Office, which urged them to cancel because of the condition of the ice. Yeah, um, the reason being is uh, three men died after falling through the ice. 
Yeah, yeah, that's not good. That That's not good. The announcement closely followed the second of two deadly incidents where ice fishermen fell through the surface. Um, the first incident happened on Thursday, and then Friday another one happened, or two more happened. The agency said in a news release that Alexander had left his home before 12 p.m. that day and was expected to return from ice fishing six hours later. He didn't return, and they found him in the water. Now, wouldn't that be something that, that an experienced ice fisherman would know would be how to judge the ice? Like, if you step on it and you hear a crack, you means go back. I uh, have to be careful with that drug. Uh, Rogan was talking about how it makes you uh, lose bone density, muscle, and connective tissue. What's that? What's that? Uh, oh, I'm 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 careful with everything. I don't I don't take too much magnesium. Uh, you have to make sure it's thick enough. Yeah. Wow, that's cold. Yeah, that's not the way you want to go. You don't want to go ice fishing because that's gonna suck. Because you're trapped under the ice. And you're drowning. It, it all bad. All all bad. All right. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixer. One hour left on today's Valentine's Day show. Uh- When the 
the night Exchanging glances, wandering in the night What were the chances we'd be sharing love Before the night was through Something in your eyes was so inviting Something in your smile was so exciting Something in my heart told me I must have you Strangers in the night Two lonely people, we were strangers in the night Up to the moment when we said our first hello Little did we know Love was just a glance away A warm embracing dance away And ever since that night We've been together Lovers at first sight In love forever It turned out so right For strangers in the night Just a glance away, a warm embracing dance away. Ever since that night, we've been together, lovers at first sight. In love forever, it turned out so right for strangers in the night. Do-de-do-be-do. music there for you on old VD Day, or VD, I mean, I guess it's not VD Day, it's just Valentine's Day, so uh, if you're out there and you're celebrating, enjoy it, if you're forgot, if you're driving at work right now and you're like, oh, fuck, there are plenty of shitty fucking stuffed animals all around your local area that are being sold in parking lots as we speak. (laughs) <laughs> with flowers that are through the roof. But, hey, you're the one who fucked up and waited so long. Um, it is Valentine's Day, which means we have a Valentine's Day quiz we need to take to see just how much we know about Valentine's Day. Here we go. We're going to start it up. Question number one. Valentine's Day is known as the second busiest restaurant day each year after what other celebrated day? Thanksgiving, New Year's Eve, Easter, or Mother's Day? 
The answer, of course, would be not Thanksgiving because you're eating at home. New Year's Eve, possibly. Easter, oh, that's a big one. But the busiest day in, in, in restaurants next to Valentine's Day, I'm going to say it's Mother's Day. And that would be uh, correct Amundo. Uh, we won't do the correct Amundos because this is just a shitty quiz. We'll just do. There we go. Got the first one here. Here we go. Next one up. Lovebirds are not an actual type of bird. True or false? Hmm. Lovebirds. I'll go ahead and say that's false. That there are no such thing as lovebirds. Correct once again. Look at that. Two for two. Question number three. Valentine's Day is a florist's busiest day of the year, according to the Society of American Florists. True or false? Well, I mean, today is the day where everybody buys flowers. You know what? The last one was false, so I like my test-taking skills. I'll go ahead and say that a, a florist's busiest day of the year is indeed Valentine's Day. I will say true. True, and it is correct again. Look at that. I'm three in a row. Valentine's Day is not always held on February 14th. True or false? Well, that's just dumb. And by the way, why, do, why does the quiz got to be all true and false now? Come on. I wanted to learn something. Um, February 14th is always Valentine's Day. I will say that's false. Once again, I am correct. You can buy lovebirds at a pet store. Well, not according to this quiz. The term or abbreviation XOXO originally meant one of these. Hugs and kisses, holding hands, sealed with a kiss, sent with love. XOXO. In Afghanistan, Valentine's Day is the busiest day for feed stores. Yo, I'd agree with that. That and, and, and uh, blinged out pet collars. Um, I'll go ahead and say XOXO uh, means hugs and kisses. That's what I was taught as a kid. Incorrect. Incorrect. Wait a second. When did XOXO, that originally, I, I thought that always meant hugs and kisses. It meant sealed with a kiss? Oh, that's bullshit right there. I'm calling bullshit on that one. Next one here. Cupid is the son of which Roman god according to Roman mythology? Venus, Jupiter, Neptune, or Apollo? Well, he can't be Apollo because he's not black, because Apollo Creed was black. Oh, wait, Apollo Creed wasn't a Greek god. I'm sorry. He was just a badass boxer. Um, Neptune was the water guy. Jupiter, Venus, Jupiter, Apollo. Uh, Ogre says Venus. I'll go with Venus. And that is correct. I did not know. There we go. Back on the, the plus side of the category here. 
How much money do individuals typically spend each Valentine's Day, according to the National Retail Foundation? or $230. Boy, this is the, this is an average of what individuals spend. Oh, gold, I wish the words too much were on there. I'm going to go $155. Oh, incorrect. The correct answer, hold on. The correct answer is $196? Holy shit! Wow. All right. Roughly how many Valentine's cards are exchanged per year according to Hallmark? $25 million, $97 million, $145 million, or $192 million? How many cards are exchanged? Um, 330 million Americans. Cut that in half. That's about it. I'll go 145 million. Correct. Oh, my gosh. I was correct. Got it. Nailed it. 145. All right. Next one. Which of these pairs holds the Guinness World Record for the longest on-screen kiss? Rachel and Ross on Friends. Allie and Noah, The Notebook. I've never seen it. Me and Sebastian, La La Land. Or Sean Lowe and Leslie Murphy in The Bachelor. Uh, Let's see. World uh, on screen kiss. I'm gonna. I'll do the La La Land one. I know it's not Ray, Ross and Rachel. Well, we'll go uh, Mia and Sebastian in La La Land. That one had uh, that Ryan Gosling fella. If anybody's gonna sit on Ryan Gosling face, it's gonna be me. <sighs> um, no, it was Sean Lowe and Leslie Murphy on The Bachelor. Oh my God. <laughs> Sassy Pammy got that one right. Good job, Sassy Pammy. In which year was the first Valentine reportedly sent by a French medieval duke? Was it 1415, 1520, 1633, or 1710? Who the fuck cares? Um, my test-taking ability, usually it's B or C. I'll go with C. The answer is 1633, and that is incorrect. The correct answer was 1415. The first official Valentine's Day celebration occurred in which city? New York City. New York City! We're in the middle of something here, thank you. Paris, New Orleans, or Rome? Hmm. First Valentine's Day celebration. I, you know what? Because I'm going I'm to throw this one out there because it doesn't seem to fit in. New Orleans, Louisiana. And that is incorrect. It was Paris, France. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The land of love and cigarettes. 
Which person created the first heart-shaped box of chocolates in 1861? And no, it was not Kurt Cobain. The first person to um, heart-shaped box of chocolates, was it Richard Cadbury? Princess Maria Teresa? Willy Wonka? Or Milton S. Hershey? I'm going to go with the princess here. Princess Maria Teresa. And once again, incorrect. It was Sir Richard Cadbury. He gave us the heart, and then he gave us those wonderful eggs at, at, at Easter time. Now, this one should be easy, everybody. Hello, hello. Which flower is, the, is one of the most popular to give and receive on Valentine's Day? Tulips, roses, daisies, or sunflowers. I will just jump to the world of the rose, and I will be correct. Now, 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 fellas, we have to we have to pause in the quiz here. Let me warn you. Now, I'm not saying all women. So, cowboys, girl, before you come and say you don't need any of this. I am just saying this on a scale. I'm not talking about you. So take yourself out of this, please. For some odd reason, most women, not cowboys, girl, um, know the meanings of all the colors of roses. Okay? I'm doing this on behalf of the younger-ass family members. The younger men out there in, in the ass family world, you have to be careful, okay? When you give roses out at Valentine's Day, okay? You gotta, you're going to have to need to know if you have one of these psychotic, I mean one of these women that knows what the meaning of all the colors are. Because, because, red means love to be careful. You know, you could be just a nice guy. You could be a fantastic gentleman, and you were dating somebody for like a month, and you haven't uttered that phrase yet, and you give them red roses, and you freak out. And look here. Look here. Ah, that, that's a good one there. Brady Kid, you only need to know one color, her favorite. Orange flowers, or orange roses. I know that. Um, that's good. That is good. That's for a developed relationship. This is for newbies. If if you get her red roses on Valentine's Day and she freaks out because you haven't said I love you yet, that you realize that you are the one who quote unquote made the mistake of buying red roses. Okay, I look, I think you did great. Because I think that you're just being a part of the day and you're giving someone that you care about a gift. And those gifts are flowers. By the way, by the way, by the way, if your girl works in an office and is competitive and you have not sent flowers to her there yet, what the fuck are you thinking? Oh, she will hold that inside forever against you. She works in an office, get her flowers, unless it's Cowboy's Girl. Once again, none of these pertain to her. Fuck flowers, go dick in a box. 
Uh, I thought pink meant a man wants to put his dick in her with no emotional attachment or responsibility and the promise that you can get a sandwich after jizzing. Oh, that's funny. All right, back to the quiz we go. We only got two questions to go. Which gift category is the most popular for Valentine's Day according to the National Retail Federation? Oh, this one's going to be tough. The most popular gift on Valentine's Day. Is it flowers? Is it chocolate? Is it jewelry or is it wine? I'm taking wine off. This is a three-horse race here. (sighs) Time Pam thought she was getting roses and it was a subpoena. That's bad. That's happened to all of us, literally. Um, I'm going to guess jewelry. I'm hitting the jewelry button, and once again, I am correct. See, I, I figured flowers would be up there. If I, if I was wrong, it was going to be flowers. But it's jewelry. Last question. Here we go. Candy hearts were medical lozenges originally. True or false? I hate those fucking candy lozenges. Those fucking bee mine. Those are disgusting. And now they make ones that have dirty ones. Um, candy hearts, uh, I'll say they were, uh, I'll I'll say true. And I am correct once again. What does it say? Oh man, we got nine out of 15 correct. And it says we've got some work to do. There you go. There is, there is your, your quiz for Valentine's day. Now. I came across this story, and I didn't wipe up. Uh, but uh, I, I, I came across this story, and, and it really, really baffled my mind. Jacob Lucas, and I, I looked this guy up. I, I went on his Instagram, and I wanted to clown him, but I didn't. But I, I wanted to. This guy, uh, Jacob Lewis, says, quote, I'm a professional dating coach. And these are the five things your boyfriend should be doing as a bare minimum if he wants to keep you. Well, before we get to the five things that your boyfriend needs to do, by the way, probably not uh, related to Cowboys Grow at all. So, Cowboys Grow, you're safe again here. First of all, what the fuck is a professional dating coach? do, Do they go on the date with you? Look, 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 I, I've never been great at the whole dating thing, but I was never so much a loser that I wanted to pay somebody to coach me. An Instagram coach, huh? Translation, professional vulture of stupid people. In a recent video, he revealed five things he thinks your boyfriend should do. Well, let's, let's hope and pray. Oh, here we go. We have the five things. Here we go. Here's Jacob. He thinks he's Hitch. My advertisement stopped. This digital I don't age want this. is unbelievable. Shut up. Someone who takes your money for doing nothing but being a third wheel. A professional dating coach. Well, I, I, uh, oh, I can't wait to see this. Okay. 
Hi, I'm a professional dating coach, and this is five things that your boyfriend should be doing for you that are the bare minimum. Let's see how many out of five that your boyfriend or the guy that you are dating gets and leave your answers in the comment section. Let's get into it. Number one, he should be good with his phone. You should not have to ask a full grown man to return your calls or your text when he's available. He should. What if he's busy? What if he's a doctor and he's in the middle of brain surgery and you text him something stupid because people text things stupid and he doesn't get back to you? Are you going to break up with him? See, I've seen, I, I already have a flaw in this guy's uh, uh, recourse, but we'll continue. Anyway, number two, he should take you on a date at least once a week. Was he made of money? He should take you on a date once a week? Well, why don't, here's an idea. Since we live in this wonderful world of, of everybody, you know, being man enough to do it, why don't you take him on a date once a week, stupid? This all coming from a professional dating coach. You are in a long-distance relationship. People might say that's a lot, but I'm telling you, it's really not. Number three, your boyfriend should be your biggest cheerleader. If he's not, something's not right, trust me. Your boyfriend should be your biggest cheerleader. Duh. This guy gets paid? Fuck, I'm in the wrong business. I could do all this. I'm, I'm not quite as pretty as this guy, and I don't have pretty hair like this guy. This guy is just giving fucking, uh, whatever you do, uh, step number four, blimeys. Don't whack your girlfriend in the face. Number four, he should be able to communicate what his schedule is so you can actually plan your life with each other. It's really not that hard for him to do this. And number five, he should always make you feel wanted. I am a professional dating coach, and this is... All right. If this guy was in America, I would call him right now because I, I, I want to beat the hell out of him. People are... people are. Uh, Arnie is sexy in that cheerleader outfit. Yeah, minus one, minus one, plus one. Unless you're fucking another dude, he should not be cheering you on. Emma Johnson says, my fiancé does four out of those five things. The date when we go once a month because of money, and the second ooh, we work opposite shifts. Somebody wrote a date once a week in this economy? Look, look, if, if you're a dude and you need help, <laughs> what a queer... Go to a fucking speech therapist, you land-raping limey. Look. As a dude. And I, I, I am pretty much a dude. I've been a dude my whole life. I'm a guy. We always have a friend that's better at dating than we are. Okay? And you just go to that friend and ask him. You don't hire a dating coach. Are they that much of losers in Great Britain? Oh, blimey. I can't seem to get my wacker, my, my todger touched. I need to go to a dating coach. By the way, what happens when you when your chick finds out you're actually seeing a coach and he's the one teaching you how to do all this shit? And as soon as you dump him, you're going to go back to your old ways. Or, or, this is the best part, you're going to only do these five things. A dating coach. It's insane. Are there that many stupid people with money to blow on dating coaches out there? 
How is this a market for bare fucking information? You know what? Let's see something here. Let's let's just have a little bit of fun, shall we? It's Valentine's Day. I'm in a mood. Um, Dating coaches near me. Life coach, a counselor, more businesses. It's just lunch. Ten years in business. It's just lunch. Wait, I, I I need to click on this. International Business Park. Do they have a phone number? Come on, give me a damn. Oh, they do have a phone number. Uh-oh. Oh, shit, that phone's dead. All right, plug it into the other phone. Plug it into the non. Oh, this place is in Plano. We're going to call this place. Watch Pastimes at Ridgemont High and follow Damone's five-point plan. Yeah, play the right fucking Led Zeppelin album, though. Um, star six seven eight 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 five six five eight six two four. Thank you for calling. It's just lunch. If you are an It's Just Lunch client, press 1. To learn about our dating program and allow It's Just Lunch to call you using automated technology at the phone number you provide our matchmakers, please press 2. Your It's Just Lunch calls are completely confidential. However, your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality of service. Thank you for calling. It's just lunch. This is Josette. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I promised my mother that I would call you guys uh, if I didn't have a date today. And, uh, well, time's run out, and I need some help in the dating world. <laughs> I love that. Who, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Uh, my name is uh, Sheldon. Sheldon. And, Sheldon, where are you calling me from? Uh, I'm calling from Sacramento? The, uh, yes. I guess because of the area code. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I I lived I, in Sacramento for a short period of time. So, okay, give me one second. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm I will moving, be happy to tell you I'm moving all to about Texas, what we so do here. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm moving to Texas, and that's why I called you guys. Because aren't you in Plano? Oh, okay. We are, yeah. We're actually in 200 cities. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So bear with me here one second. I, I'm looking for a and nice your... woman. Uh, the women in Sacramento oh, are kind of oh. loose. I'm sorry, you cut out there. I said I'm looking for a nice girl. The The women in Sacramento are kind of loose. Okay, okay. All right, bear with me here, Sheldon. All right. Let me just make sure. This is your first time calling us? Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So Sheldon and okay. And when are you moving to Texas? Uh, probably in the next six months. I'm being relocated. I'm a I'm a computer programmer. Okay. 
So for now, I'm going to put you in Sacramento, okay. and we can always adjust. We can always adjust that. Great. Okay. All right, Sheldon. And tell me, how did you happen to hear about it at lunch? Uh, my mother. Was uh, it your? Yeah, my mother. She she uh-huh. she found it and she gave me the phone number to call because she wants grandchildren. How cute! I love that. Okay. All right. So, did she see our commercial? Is that what happened? Uh, I believe she scoured the internet looking to help me because I'm I'm not very good when it oh. comes to to the the opposite sex. Okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, um, all right. So let me tell you a little bit about what we do here. So first and foremost, we are a personalized matchmaking service, and we specialize in setting busy people up on first dates over lunch, brunch, or drinks after the work hour. And uh, It's Just Lunch has been in business now for over 31 years, and during that time, we've set up over 2 million first dates. So you're definitely in good hands, Sheldon. We've been doing this a long time. And one of the reasons that we are so successful is because we are personalized. So what that means exactly is that you'd be working one-on-one with your very own matchmaking team. Our clients really like that it's our matchmaker that handpicks all their matches. You don't have to post anything online with us here. We are completely offline. And our clients really do appreciate that we are discreet and confidential in that manner. And I can tell you that most of our clients don't have a problem dating. You know, really, it comes down to meeting the right kind of people, quality versus quantity. Does that make sense? Uh, I guess so. I I was under the impression, are you not available? Are you not the person I'm going to date? No, it would not be me, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you can obviously tell that I'm a loser already. Okay, thank you. Why? Why? Why would you say that, Sheldon? Well, because you already turned me down. So I, I, I like the tone of your voice, but you already said it won't oh, be you. Oh, well, so. that's sweet, but I've been married for 10 years now. Okay. <laughs> so I'm definitely not available. Okay. No, but we have a lot of lovely women who are, and that's where you know our service comes in, is sending you out on dates with these women. Yeah. And so it just really takes a conversation of me getting to know you and what you're looking for. Well, this is the longest conversation besides with my mother that I've had with a woman. Okay. Tell me why. Uh, I'm afraid of women. Why? Uh, my father told me they were evil a long time ago when I was a child. And then he and left. And you believed him. Well, he left. And, and <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I know that my mother's not evil. Exactly. Well, there's a lot of evil people in this world, right, Sheldon? Men and women. I, I um, guess. And there's a lot of good people in this world as well, men and women. So, yeah. Well, okay. Um, so you haven't dated at all then, is that right? Uh, I've tried to go out, but I, I, I leave the scenes because, you know, people are drinking. They're, they're doing crazy stuff, and they might have guns. Okay. So, so you don't go out at all? I'm I'm kind of a homebody. Like I said, I do a lot of computer work, and I like to stay home. But my mother said that she wants grandchildren someday, and that she forced me to do this call. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, tell me, do you want to meet women? 
Well, yes. I mean, are I, you? I, I would do like you to, want a relationship? Yeah. I, I'd like to someday because I, I I heard that there's a lot of pleasant things that goes along with it. Well, of course, companionship, right? I guess nobody likes to be alone. No, right. uh, I I don't mind it. I have a dog. Okay. Okay, but I think you know you you. I mean, obviously, you can't have a romantic relationship with your dog, and that's something that's that's missing. So, right. how have you tried dating at all? You can't at any point in your life. Uh, no. Well, I've gone out a few times, but I nothing happened, and some dates have been set up for me. But when they meet me, uh, they 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 tend to leave. Okay. Okay. All right. My, mo- my mother well, likes to say um, that I'm unkempt. Uh huh. You're what? I'm unkempt. 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 <laughs> I, I I shower, but, but I I don't like to. I I don't wear cologne or makeup or or hair thing. I wear a lot of hats. Okay. Okay. So you're telling me you don't like to groom yourself too much. Is that what you're saying? Well, I clean myself. I'm not I'm not disgusting. I'm not like a, a, a trash person. But I, I don't like okay. the whole hullabaloo of getting ready and putting perfume on. Well, you don't have to do that. Right. Okay. Um and, and tell me, what is it that you're looking for concerning a relationship? Are you looking to meet new and interesting women to date? Are you looking for something long-term? Oh, I'm looking to get married and have several children. I'm sorry, say that for me one more time. I'm looking to get married and have several children. Okay, (laughs) I love that. Well, I mean, you're definitely in the right place, that's for sure, because I will tell you, Sheldon, that our members here, our women that we do have in our network, are all here because they are looking for something long-term. They want um, to meet their someone special. And so in that regard, I mean, you definitely came to the right place. They're not here to play games, that's for sure. And then tell me, what would you say are the top three characteristics that you're looking for in a woman? Have you thought of that? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, my top three okay, characteristics um, yes. uh, must not have a peanut allergy. Due to okay. the fact that I love peanut butter, um, must well, be. Well, I'll t- I'll t- <laughs> Sheldon, I- I'll just stop you right there because we don't ask um, people for medical. Um, mm. uh, oh, right, it, you know, hippo hippo laws. Yeah, oh, and so that's something we would not boy, that have. But me. I could I could put in there that you do love peanut butter. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, and 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 look, I, I I might have to hang up because if the person has a peanut butter allergy, I don't want to kill them and go to jail because the, the, sure. their esophagus okay. will will swell up. I I'm just gonna let you go, but I just want to say thank you and I love you and have a good day. <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I started laughing too much after the peanut allergy thing because that was a fucking great line. <laughs> she didn't hear me. She didn't hear me when I when I when I said, "Wait, you can't have a relationship with a dog." She didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, I could have kept I could have kept that phone call going for hours. I don't do fillet of dick sandwiches. <laughs> no dick. I love peanut butter and dogs. Giggity. There you go. Fucking dating services. Oh, my God. She's telling everybody in the office, oh, my God, did I have a weirdo on the phone? 
He he worried about peanut allergies. That could be one of the funniest things I've ever said in a crank call. Is do you, what are your top three things you look for in a woman? Number one is no peanut allergies. <laughs> Oh, man. Now, here's another thing that I found online. It says, I'm an ex-KGB spy trained in the art of seduction. These are my tips for bagging a man. Um, Okay, let, let me just say this right now. If the KGB is wasting time on how to pick up a man... Let me make this really easy for you. And, of course, this female, this gal is fucking like some uber-type hot, like, Asian chick that the, the Ruskies got on their side. Here you go. I'll share the picture with you. All right. Now, now I can run your, your training system here for you. Let, let, let me go ahead and start the training system for the Ruskies. Um. Number one is your uh, semi-hot chick that's wearing a bikini and has got big old titties. Um, If you show up and you put your hand on a man's thigh, you have won him over. The end. Act like you're going to put out and he will do anything for you. I don't care what his level of security clearance is. If you got knockers like this gal and you show up and you pay attention to him and you touch him in certain places, guess what? He thinks that he has taken the tuna boat to pound town and he will give up every fucking secret in the world for that. Good God almighty. How are we fighting against Russia if they're wasting their money training women on how to seduce men? Fuck, I'll give it to you easy. Touch his wiener. There you go. You won. You got him. I thought you were going to tell her you wanted a real woman. I wanted to hear what she said. Oh, maybe we'll have to try him back. Uh, Ogre says, audio's familiar. Have a great orgasms day. We're right back at you. Um, So there you go. The KGB is wasting their money training women. All right. And our final list. Well, we'll see how final this is. Um, etiquette expert reveals the dishes and drinks you should never make on Valentine's Day if you want to keep romance alive. All right. Here you go. Um, let's see. Number one thing they say, keep away from peeled onions and garlic and sardines. Stay away from horseradish or any kind of canned fish. Well, I'm I, I'm I'm here to tell you. Aside from tuna, like like chicken of the sea, the the phrase canned fish, it, it it does a number on my stomach. There's just something rotten about the phrase canned fish. If you need to be told by an expert to stay away from canned fish, I think you got a lot of other problems. Uh, let's see. The next thing they say is uh, say no to coffee dates. Don't risk a dry mouth and bad breath. Tea as well. It dries your mouth out. To combat coffee breath, drink plenty of water. Or, 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 
don't drink coffee. There you go. Now, they say to avoid, even though these are supposed to be aphrodisiacs, avoid oysters and asparagus. Um, Despite being an aphrodisiac, asparagus is not your friend, so keep it off the menu. Due to the fact that it fucks up your pee-pee smell. And if you're going to Pound Town and y'all are fixing to go do it, and you got to go take a leak, that fucking smell will permeate through the room. Um, it can make your urine smell strongly of rotten cabbage, and then the smell lingers. Uh, oysters are an aphrodisiac. Uh, the delicacy was enjoyed. These are gross, though. Don't eat beans or spicy food, either. Oh, dear Lord, we have an official date, March 15th. Mark your calendars on March 15th. Ted Lasso returns. Well, that's a holiday miracle right there. March 15th. We got a trailer? Wait, hold on. I'm clicking on the story. Oh, we got us a trailer. Here we go. I'm playing this motherfucker. It's been almost two years. Let's go. Come on, Jason Sudeikis. Apple TV. Here we go. Can't wait. One month away. Make sure jizz tastes nasty. Okay, I'll take your word for it. There's Roy. Rebecca. Black guy. Another black guy who cuts hair. There's a Mexican fella on the team. There's a, the fellow with the suit. Believe. 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 I've got goosebumps right now. They're, they're putting up the sign that, that that motherfucker ripped down. Nate, the son of a bitch. Well, if seeing is believing, I believe we've been seen. Woo! Woo! Yeah, baby, March 15th, Ted Lasso's back on TV. Fuck, I'm pumped. That's fantastic. Gotta fucking reorder fucking Apple TV. God damn it. All right, last last story here on Valentine's Day. This is not a very Valentine-y day story, but... The director of a leading German ballet company. Now, now look here. Over in Europe, boy, they take their ballet real serious. They take it as serious as we take our sports here. And uh, this here fella, what's this guy's name? Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Marco Goki, the head of Hanover State Opera's ballet company, has not only been suspended from the company, but barred from the opera house. After an investigation by police, after he allegedly smeared a critic's face with his dog's with his dog's excrement. Nathan, call 911. 
during the premiere of his new show after she described one of his productions as boring and disjointed. So here's you criticizing my work, and then here's me rubbing dog shit in your face. He attacked her verbally before producing a bag of dog feces from his pocket and rubbing the contents in her face. Uh, Arnie can get Ted Lasso on the fire stick. That's how I watch it. Okay, good, 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 good. Newspaper said in a statement that he expressed his fury over her review. She written one alternative between the state of feeling insane and being killed by boredom in watching the performance and compared viewing it to passively watching the sea from behind a glass left to sit in the warm looking at Winter Beach like a permanent state of retirement. I can see why he took that wrong. Goki threatened to ban the critic during the uh, the from the opera house. Blamed her for uh, theater goers canceling their memberships and subscriptions. The reviewer recounted the incident, saying Goki had suddenly pulled the bag from his pocket with the open side of the bag. He rubbed the dog poop in my face when I felt what he had done. I screamed. Dude, let me just tell you this right now. That let, let, let me just share this with you right now. This guy doesn't care if he'll ever work again. He got to fucking rub shit in the critic's face. Man, oh, man, that is that right there. That's why, that's why you wake up in the morning. You get the opportunity to rub feces in the face of somebody who shit on your work, and now you're literally shitting on them. I give this guy the Arnie State Show standing ovation. Here we go. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people I would love to do that to. Oh, man, that line, I, I just tell you this right now, that line is long. Uh, that's going to do it for us today on uh, our big Valentine's Day show. Thank you guys for being here. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Now, look, fellas, fellas, if you haven't done anything for Valentine's Day yet, you still have an entire day. And, look, I'm not going over the the thing where I usually say where the women says if she doesn't want anything, she actually does, unless, of course, it's Cowboys Girl. We already know that. We've, we've already established that. Um, don't fall for it. At least get a card. You have to get a card. That's all you got to do. If she says she doesn't want anything, just get the card. Be safe. Get the card. You don't have to buy her a bunch of jewelry. You don't have to buy her a bunch of flowers. You ain't got to buy a bunch of stuffed animals. Get the card. If you get the card, all is good. All is good. Because l l let me just tell you, this is what could happen. A and by the way, it could happen unless it's Cowboys Grove because we've established this already. What happens is you don't even get her the card. When her little gal pals come around and say, uh -huh. What did your boyfriend, what did your lover do for you for Valentine's Day? They are waiting to pounce and go, he didn't do a thing. 
I didn't even get a fucking card. Ah, he hates me. Okay? Okay, let's get just get the card. Save yourself. I'm looking out for you guys. I don't care about her day. I care about your day, guys. Look, steak and a blowjob day is next month. Today is her day. Just remember that. Get the card. Uh, All right, that's it for us. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Until then, y'all have a great day, and adios, everybody. We knew it from the start I see it in your eyes You can feel it from my heart From here on after Let's stay the way we are right now And share all the love and laughter That a lifetime will allow I cross my heart and promise to Give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true In all the world, you'll never find A love as true as mine my life complete and as long as there's a breath in me I'll make yours just as sweet as we look into the future it's as far as we can see so let's make each tomorrow be the best that it can be my heart and promise to give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true in all the world you'll never find a love as true as mine and if It starts to storm You've got the promise of my love To keep you warm
got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.